0: Every year, our parents decide that it's time for our family to really learn what it means to be a family. That's it. If we were just Eskimos, we could all just go out and harpoon a whale together. But since we're Wrigleys, we have to do it the hard way and take a family trip. It's a tribal ritual that means a lot to our dad. But most of the time, he was just an ordinary dad with ordinary dad powers. But for two weeks every summer, during our annual trip to the Hoover Dam, He was something special. Perfect. He was the king. The king of the road.
1: Good morning, Gut Buckets. This is Big Orange Couch, the 90s Nickelodeon podcast, where we talk about all things 90s Nickelodeon. My name's Joey.
2: And I'm Andrew. I'm Chris. (laughs) Great to have you. Yeah, you know what it is. <laughs> it's a real In person. Goo punch. <laughs> uh, this is episode 65. We're going to be talking about Pete and Pete, King of the Road.
1: Yeah, this kicks off our Beat the Heat with Pete and Pete week. Uh, all summery episodes. Um, yeah,
2: all very summer type yeah. episodes. We
1: got summer vacation today, we got a little summer league uh, midweek, and then we'll end the week by talking about uh, just, I think, the hot day episode, The Call. Yeah. Um, the hottest so, of days. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. Um, but today's King of the Road, yes? Yeah. Um, I remember it fondly.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. I thought this was one of the. Oh, I guess it is the first official
1: episode. Yeah. Of the yeah. 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 Like, Season one. The episode one. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um,
3: it's an interesting first episode. Like, introduction yeah because it's i mean in in being so don heavy that's (laughs) yeah that's true
1: (laughs) yeah it's really his episode he's running the show yeah uh which i have no problem with um i'm a big don wrigley fan
3: well it gives it creates a really good sense of the family dynamic which i think like can help set you up for later episodes Uh,
1: couldn't agree more yeah uh, before we get into King of the Road, uh, Double Dare is back. Uh, Very exciting. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Some of you may have caught it. Uh, you did, Andrew. Yeah. Uh, what did you think? I liked it. As much
2: as ever. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I thought okay. the host was good. Yeah, yeah she was fun. A host? Um, uh, just like a YouTube personality, I guess. Liza uh, I don't, don't know, her it. before this. Liza
1: Koshi, yeah. <laughs> Um, her personality. All I knew about her prior to Double Dare was that her personality was like overwhelmingly exhausting, oh, like, okay. to the yeah. wall. But she did. A, I thought she did a pretty good I feel like job. That's
3: yeah. Every YouTube star. Yeah, <laughs> a, maybe. It's like the only way you can make it on on the tube.
1: Yeah, maybe. I, <laughs> I really <laughs> don't know. But she did. She did a good job. And Mark Summers was there to kind of co-host. and... Yeah. Uh, nice to see him. They really.
2: Uh, older, but still <laughs> good.
1: Yeah, older. Dignified. Yeah, yeah cool, yeah. 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 Um, but they really stuck to it. I mean, there's no, like, uh, there's nothing. I mean, yeah. to the point, I, I'd say my favorite component so far, the grand prize. Did you catch what it was?
2: Uh, maybe not. Uh, a, trip a trip to, to Space Orlando Camp. Studios. Oh, yeah! yeah. <laughs> oh,
1: that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. um, they still have Space Camp? Yeah, I guess so.
3: That's a really good... That's a cool thing to yeah. really tie, yeah. tie it together. Yeah, to that, that
1: felt real good. All um, the
3: prizes were pretty decent. Yeah,
1: yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, Their other big Double Dare news this week is that Kenan and Kel will be appearing on an episode uh, against each other. So uh, mm. they're coming back to do a little <laughs> Double Dare.
3: Man, time is right. You've got to get this podcast out there. <laughs> There's a platform.
1: Yeah, Maybe.
3: I mean, the ti- you can't deny that the timing is really good. This it is, seems that way. This is the yeah. time. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, what do you think the window is? Like when? When is the maybe like two <laughs> more years?
3: Yeah, two two years for tops. Yeah. And then yeah, I don't know what happens. I mean, we're we might all be dead by then, honestly. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, so. Uh, <laughs> So anyway, the Double Dare's back. Uh, we hope you guys are liking it. I think I, we talked about this prior, but it just seems like Nickelodeon game show seems like a... I don't know why they went away from it, but they should, I think, consider going yeah, back. Yeah, for the picking. Yeah. Probably
2: pretty cheap to make. Like, why not?
1: Yeah. Um,
2: we didn't mention the... <clears throat> Uh, final obstacle course thing. Oh, right. But yeah. that was pretty good. I mean, yeah. it seemed like maybe a little bit easier than it yes. used to be, but still <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, I, I enjoyable.
1: Have, I had mentioned that these kids... I wonder if kids are just doing a lot less physical activity because they looked winded a lot faster <laughs> than the kids from the you 90s. Know, the nanny <laughs> state, everyone gets a trophy. Yeah, on their cell phones. Yeah. yeah. Um, there was a lot of the same games. Of course, you had your nose. Yeah. You're picking the nose. But that was...
2: And- uh, a little advanced for right. what it used to be. Uh-huh. Yeah, it was like, it was like spewing like, yeah. the slime. Yeah. Uh, there was
1: a... Uh, yeah, the one of the easier ones was just like... The couch, was that from the old one? Just like dig no, through I the couch? No, I don't think so. thing, they were good. The do, games. You
3: th- do you think there's a band called Physical Challenge?
1: Yes. Yeah? No doubt in my mind. Really? Yeah.
3: Because if not, let's start one. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be an awesome
1: That's band. a great name. <laughs> okay. Uh... <laughs> Uh, we always love hearing from you guys, uh, and so uh, we're going to read some of your thoughts. Uh, first, we heard from our old pal, Justin. Uh, he sent us his top five favorite Doug episodes. Uh, I knew he, he
3: would.
1: <laughs> he says, uh, my favorite Doug episodes, number five, Doug's Doodle, which happened to be my Ferguson. Oh, uh, Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Love it. Um, you did like that one? <laughs> yeah, I like that one. All right. I'm not sure you do remember <laughs> it at all. Uh, number four, Doug's Thanks, Hollow-
2: Journal. He draws a picture of, like, Mrs. Wingo and oh, accidentally yeah. turns it in for Homer. Yeah. No. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs>
1: number four, Doug's Halloween Adventure, which is a very oh, great good one. episode. Yeah. Um, number three, you're Ferguson, Doug's No Dummy. Uh, <laughs> oh. Wow. Mm. Uh, number two, uh, Doug Rocks, mm. which uh, Brett had as his, I think, co-number one yeah. with yeah. Hot Tickets. <laughs> And then number one, not on any of our lists, uh, Doug's cool shoes, which I like oh. that episode a lot. Oh yeah, um, where the new basketball player—I forget the basketball player's name. He's got a green, <laughs>
3: green kind of like Skeeter.
1: Yeah, yeah, um, and he's uh, the only pair of shoes they had left. I remember, like yeah. ten, super big, too okay. huge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah
3: that's—I actually like that episode. You know, Sky Scott. Yeah, Sky yeah. something. Okay. <laughs> I've given Doug a hard time uh, on this podcast, but listening to that top five Doug, I was I wasn't really looking forward to listening to it, but it reminded me that like, oh yeah, Doug is actually pretty good. Some, it's not that I don't like the show; I just don't like Doug, is what I realized. Mm. Like, I like the show and I like the writing, but I just don't like Doug the character.
1: Interesting. Um, I can kind of sympathize with that. He's not the best character in the show.
3: Yeah, mm. just a big wimp
1: He's not
2: my favorite character, but I felt like I could empathize with him more than maybe any other character.
3: Yeah, but I could empathize with him in like all the moments where like I look back and I'm like, man, I could have handled that better. Well, yeah, I yeah. wish I was a little <laughs> more brave. It's kind
2: of uncomfortable, yeah, yeah. in a way. Do you have a favorite
3: or a most hated? <laughs> no, I, I mean, because I haven't, I haven't watched any enough recently to really have but I. Each one that you guys were describing, I remembered. I The ones that I remember most clearly are those two, The Hot Ticket and uh, mm-hmm. Doug Rocks.
1: The Beats episodes. Yeah, yeah, those,
3: I mean, it's so, it's not even that I think those songs are good, but they are like permanently ingrained. I mean, you could've asked me two years ago, five years ago, eight years ago, two years from now, and I would know all the words to all of those dumb songs. And yeah. that's, it's, I mean, that's awesome. <laughs> The 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 thing that I was thinking about that I didn't check up on that I meant to you is remembering like the think big whatever or yeah. whatever what was the first part it's like a medley the
1: banging on a trash can yeah the video <laughs> yeah. for
3: it when they do like the big people yeah like yeah. is that a is that a Talking Heads yeah. nod I think definitely yeah okay because yeah. I only understood that as an adult <laughs> kind of looking back yeah. at that okay. Cool. Well, that's cool. Yeah. I like talking heads.
1: Yeah. That's that's Doug's Garage Band.
3: Yeah. Oh, Doug. Doug's Garage. Band. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Flathead. Yeah. All th- those three then. I, his the musical
1: episodes. Kind yeah, of, yeah. Yeah.
3: The the musical episodes. They're pretty good. I mean, I gave I've given that that nerd a hard time too. Uh, what was his name?
1: Fred New- Fred Newman.
3: Fred Newman. Yeah. Fred Newman. AC Newman. He's, I'll, I'll take Paul. He's game.
1: really talented. <laughs> uh, but like music wise, AC Newman. Ugh. Uh, we also got another. Uh, you feel good on your Doug? Anything else you want to get no, off No, I don't, I don't,
3: I don't want to take up the
1: time <laughs> my Doug takes. Uh, uh, well, that's why people do come here for your Doug takes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
3: I'm like the wrestling heel. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Uh, Shout out, Jim. (laughs) We also got another cool email, Andrew. uh, Who was that from?
2: Special uh, writer. Not more special than anyone else,
1: but DJ (laughs) McHale. I think he's more special than (laughs) than all the other
2: writers in. Not Justin. I think they're just as special.
1: Um, (laughs) I think (laughs) think Justin would disagree with that. I think Justin (laughs) would say DJ McHale is more special.
2: Well, he says, Hi guys, I was on a six-hour drive last weekend and saw that you had done a podcast comparing two episodes of Dark, so I listened to it. I gotta tell you, you guys crack me up. You were so incredibly insightful and thorough and fun. You pick up on so much nuance, most of which I've long forgotten. Then again, you just screened the episodes. I haven't seen them in decades. And there were a couple of times where you threw out criticisms that were totally valid, but I wanted to scream out, Yeah, but of course I didn't. I couldn't help but smile through most of it. So thanks for a thoroughly enjoyable hour. Keep up the
1: good work, DJ. Wow. what a guy. Pretty cool. That we so we've heard from uh, Mitchell Kriegman mm-hmm. and DJ McHale. So it's pretty cool. It's time to get some more emails. saying, <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: like, I mean, how far away can you guys really be now from a sponsor? Like, talking about mean Meandies, to Meandies. <laughs> or Casper Mattress. Blue, Blue Apron. Blue apron. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, that'd be cool.
3: Also, I love that DJ McHale just calls it dark.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because I know that people do the A-Y-O-T-D.
3: Yeah. yeah. That's what I'm familiar with. But uh, the dark is cooler. Yeah. yeah. And easier to say. It's harder to <laughs>
1: yeah, say. Yeah. yeah, that's yeah. true. Um, well, we appreciate hearing from you guys, but, uh, as always, we like looking back at that moment in time. Uh, this episode premiered on Sunday, November 28th, 1993, uh, at 12 at noon. Um, so, uh, most Pete and Pete's, I believe premiered, um, if it wasn't SNCC, they premiered on Sundays. Um, this is season one, episode one. That's good. Um, so let's take a look back at November of 1993. Uh, that month, Nirvana plays their Unplugged concert in New York for MTV, which kind of goes down as I think, the Unplugged. Yeah, yeah.
3: Yeah, we don't have to continue Kiss the running joke, do think- You guys no? had about <laughs> with Jason, <laughs> yeah, about with uh, Squeeze, <laughs> Squeeze. <yeah. laughs>
1: Oh, well, you know it. Good, okay. Yeah. Uh, Pearl Jam singer Eddie Vedder is arrested in New Orleans uh, on charges of public drunkenness after a barroom brawl. Hmm. You like Pearl Jam? Yes.
3: Uh, I mean, my my, 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 my... my quick feelings about Pearl Jam is it's it's one of those things where it's not Pearl Jam's fault what they brought into the world because I think that they are the progenitors of like the creed schlock rock like with that whole singing style i think that all of that doesn't happen without pearl jam although i think pearl jam is a cut above that and was doing that before that there was that sound and i think that Eddie anybody's a pretty deep dude yeah the lyrics are pretty cool i just don't love the way he sings even though i respect what they do
1: yeah Okay, I think that's a very fair take. Sure. Wow. That's, a, that's what I'm here for. I was, fair I, take. I was I was prepared for a much hotter take. <laughs> 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 um, Leon Theremin, the inventor of the theremin, uh, the musical instrument, not intended initially to be a musical instrument, but would become a theremin instrument, uh, would become a musical instrument. Uh, he dies that month um, at the huh. age of ni- <laughs> 97 years old. Okay.
3: Oh, what was know. the initial use of the theremin? <laughs>
1: uh, <laughs> It was, uh, the theremin was like originally invented. He was trying to, uh, so, uh, it says here the theremin was originally the product of the Soviet government sponsored research into proximity sensors. The instrument was invented by, um, theremin uh, at the outbreak of the Russian Civil War. Um, so I think it was like, it was mainly to find, like, uh, like, to detect things, but they found that, like, when you put your hand over it, it would, like, make that sound. Mm. It's like a sensor. Yeah. A sensor uh, based
3: on sound. sound yeah. I, I
1: guess so. Something like that. It
3: takes
2: kind of a special guy to decide that it should be an <laughs> instrument. <laughs>
1: right? Yeah. For yeah, sure. Yeah. It definitely changed the landscape of, like, B-horror movies. And Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so he dies at 97, uh, November of 1993. Rudy Giuliani wins the New York mayoral election, becoming the first Republican mayor of New York city since 1965. Yeah. Uh, Evander Holyfield beats, uh, Riddick Bowe in 12, uh, rounds for the heavyweight boxing title. Wow. Pretty cool. Uh, the NFL announces its 30th franchise with the Jacksonville Jaguars.
3: Jags, no Jags.
1: <laughs> <laughs> The Brady Bill is passed by Congress, uh, which states there is a five-day waiting period for U.S. Hung- handgun sales, and this was prompted. Um, this was prompted by the shooting of James Brady, who is uh, Ronald Reagan's press secretary uh, when Reagan was shot. So it was Brady. Uh, so it's named in his honor. He has since passed. Hmm um and schindler's list uh premieres that month uh steven spielberg's movie uh in washington dc
2: never seen it really wow Damn. just haven't come across it
1: yeah, you should watch it <laughs> it's a tough watch it's a tough watch That's but right it's here. Uh, <laughs> yeah it's a good one it's a, it's a powerful powerful movie one hmm. of the ones to watch before i die
2: I need to while, it on the Maybe list. while you're
4: dying. Oh, okay.
2: <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> if, you,
3: if, if you could stretch it out. we <laughs> okay. got three hours.
4: Yeah.
1: Uh, in music that month, uh, we have one uh, one single, number one single for the whole month. Mm. It is, mm. it is, I'd do anything for love, parentheses, yes. <laughs> but I won't do that, <laughs> end we'll of parentheses, it. by Meatloaf. Uh,
3: uh, awesome. To... Do you guys have a theory on what is the that? Or is it it common knowledge with the that He says
2: it at some point in the song. It's like... uh, Something simple.
3: he's a man of principles, he's not gonna... Yes, it's like that, but it's... But, you know, (laughs) he
2: says something specific. I I can't remember what it is now.
3: There's gotta be a, a technical term for that kind of rhetorical move where you, like, overstate something and, like, undermine that by saying, like, I would do anything <laughs> yeah. except yeah, yeah. this one really basic yeah. thing that really shows that I'm not actually invested in doing it. Yeah, yeah. There probably is. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> there's got to be. There, Yeah, there's definitely, no matter how much you love someone, there's something you wouldn't do.
3: Yeah, but it seems like his thing that he w- wouldn't do is like a not, is like not high stakes yeah it <laughs> doesn't even like get that, that far into things
1: yeah all right well that was the number one single uh other artists to release albums that month uh tom waits frank sinatra iron maiden paul mccartney phil collins celine dion wu-tang clan a tribe called quest better than ezra michael bolton david bowie rolling stones snoop Dogg, elton john bett mittler Metallica, Ace of Bass, and Motorhead all release albums oh. in November of 1983.
3: A lot of like old, old school, boring musicians. <laughs> yeah. Such as,
1: material. boring. Paul McCartney. <laughs> you don't mean that.
3: Oh, I 100% mean that.
1: Paul McCartney. You mean post Beatles boring?
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh,
1: the post
3: First Wings album. That First Wings <laughs> album. Jet is. Yeah. That's like Ur- proto Weezer. That. That's all. Um. But it, that sounds like a good month for hip-hop.
1: Yeah, yeah. Wu-Tang, Tribe Called Quest. Because those are all... Snoop Dogg. Uh, I think that was Snoop Dogg's breakout.
3: Yeah, and I think that, that if it's not... it's is it, is it Low End Theory, that the Tribe record? I think so, yeah. And then... Um, I'm not
1: sure about Wu-Tang.
3: Yeah, I think that, that might be the end of the 36 Chambers. I think that might be hmm. a really significant month. Yeah.
1: Huh.
3: You know? And the Ace of bass that was my first CD.
1: Really? Oh, yeah. Wow! The sign. Thanks. Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm. Wow. Nice. Cool. Yeah. Uh,
1: I was really into that song. I know. There's something like um, it's weird hi- hypnotizing. About I know. It. Like I also like pretty
3: good music. I think at that time, mm-hmm. but for whatever reason, Ace of bass really captured my ears and my heart. Yeah. The, the whole album slaps. You know? Yeah, a lot of hooks. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Cool. Oh, speaking of music, I just <laughs> happened to hear on the radio today <laughs> New Radicals. Well, oh, not, uh, oh, yes, okay. let's get just in in time for, this, in. for your appearance.
1: The song, You Get the What song. You Give, is what yeah. you right. Uh So that's music in November of 1993. Movies. Uh, there are four number one movies, all for one week uh, that month. The, for the first week of November, Nightmare Before Christmas. Mm. Uh, for one week, The Three Musketeers. Uh, for one week,. Adam's family values, and for one week, Mrs. Doubtfire.
3: Well, I will tell everyone that that's got to be a tough <laughs> pick for Joey, because, because because you love the Adams family. I know yeah. you're one of those weird Nightmare Before Christmas nerds.
1: I uh, I like it, but I'm not crazy for it.
3: Well, there was a time I think in your life then, where I remember. Um, I
1: really like Tim Burton, but I've never been crazy about the claymation stuff. Man, I'm and I'm certainly not crazy about his last, you know, 10 years, 15 years. <laughs> I have pretty
3: defined memories about your taste that apparently aren't true. I've, like, in my head, you're a big nightmare for Christmas. Nightmare before Christmas, Dan. No.
4: Okay.
3: <laughs> but,
2: are you? Uh, I like it. Uh, in fact, in f- it's not my top this month.
1: I mean, I'm talking about, but. To me, good. it would be closer between uh, Adam's Family Values and Mrs. Doubtfire. That's right. That Everyone loves it. Mrs. Doubtfire. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. Robin yeah, Williams true. doing, like, it's perfect Robin Williams. Yeah.
3: Yeah, it's, yeah. I mean, and I, I dislike Robin Williams, I think, on the whole. Um, but Mrs. Doubtfire <laughs> is so good. Here come the hot takes.
1: That, no, I'm ready.
3: <laughs> that's fine. There are lots of, okay, my top three overrated comedians, uh, Robin Williams, Steve Martin, Jerry Seinfeld. Hmm. Get them all out of there. Oh, boy. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that,
1: I, I no, <laughs> Steve Martin's great. No,
4: that
2: um,
1: his his. Uh, I feel I can't, so I... strongly about that. <laughs> what about the
3: jerk? I love not the good. jerk. Yeah, the jerk's great. No, it's not. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> you guys watch that Martin short?
1: Yes, they are great together. Martin, well, Martin Short. He wasn't. He was on your ten list. Ten
3: times more talented. Yeah,
1: Martin Short is. I think maybe the most underrated comedian of the last fifty years. One
3: hundred percent agree with that. Yeah, I think he's Martin so funny. Short, I mean, the Jiminy Snicket. <laughs> I can watch those, like just YouTube videos of the of the interviews. All. It's an, he's an acquired taste, <laughs> and
1: not mine. I've acquired, acquired it. Taste. <laughs> I think he's just so quick. Like, yeah, he is, he is. He's quick. And if you've ever seen Clifford, it's a uh, done Cl- deal. Clifford <laughs> is good. It's a done deal. <laughs> Um, More
2: thanks to Charles Grodin, I think. Jerry
1: Seinfeld. <laughs> sure. Jerry Seinfeld also overrated. you saying?
3: Oh yeah, mm. absolutely. I mean, you you've heard my spiel on this.
1: Sure. <laughs> uh, so, of those four movies, what are you picking?
3: Um, I think I will. Wait, what was the first one again? Yeah? Uh,
1: Nightmare Before Christmas, Three Musketeers, That's Adam's Christmas Family Christmas. Values, Mrs. Doubtfire.
3: I think I'll go Doubt. Fire. Okay. Although I did like Adam's Family Values yeah. quite a bit as well. Yeah.
1: Okay.
3: I think I'll we'll say Adam's Family.
1: As will I. The summer camp portions of Adam's Family Values are pure gold. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, other movies to come out that month: uh, Look Who's Talking Now, Great. RoboCop 3, <laughs> Carlito's Way, and oh, yeah. Ernest Rides Again. No way. <laughs> Were you guys into the Ernest <laughs> franchise? Briefly, really. there was. I feel like there was like a couple months where I was like, "Oh, okay, I'm ready for this," and then it went away. It was a little
2: beyond my
3: level of wackiness. <laughs> I I watched a lot of them, but I don't really remember liking them. But like, I was excited <laughs> when a new one would come out because I.
1: I wonder if it's something that parents went like, "My kid's going to like this," yeah. and kids up like tolerated it, but yeah. no kid ever actually loved it. But best. I
3: think <laughs> it was a little raunchy. No, uh, am
1: I I've, that? I've not watched it in a very long time.
3: Because I remember like just kind of very vaguely that like the feeling of getting away with something by watching it <laughs> but, I, don't huh? I don't know
1: well that's movies uh, let's wrap it up video games of November of 93 Sam and Max hit the road which was a Love PC it. game oh you know it oh yeah <laughs> okay Are you kidding me point click LucasArts
2: that was no, a great game of the summer of apparently or winter of 94 93 93
1: okay I'm glad you know it. Yeah. Great <laughs> uh Mega Man 6 for Nintendo. Mm. Great. <laughs> Disney's Aladdin for Genesis. Oh, like the Super Nintendo oh, yeah. one? I never uh. played the Genesis the,
3: one. The Disney's Aladdin for Super Nintendo has a really odd history. Like, there are lots of people that I've met who have mentioned that, like, right. in Super Nintendo conversations for whatever reason. I played it a lot. I didn't think it was great. There was the one lava yeah. level we had to get. Yeah. That, that that's everyone's i think it's a great yeah. feeling game it's it is just like
2: enjoyable to go through
1: cool uh also clay fighter for oh my gosh. super nintendo oh my
2: gosh. That was a huge rental
1: yeah for me. did yeah, you I
3: mean, like it
2: I mean, yeah at the time i mean i loved it at the time now it's a little difficult
3: to play alan i think i remember alan getting it a lot and i it's just like i like well let's play mortal
1: kombat <laughs> <laughs> let's sure. just play the better version of yeah, this whatever. it looked cool <laughs> it did look cool uh sonic the hedgehog spinball for genesis mm-hmm. also came out november of 93 you, you know you're i think you're gearing up for that christmas season so yeah. some big oh, yeah. some big releases
3: did you like that uh
1: never was
2: huge on sonic and that was like a pinball version of sonic right. which is like pinball. even lesser
3: you don't like pinball I like it alright, <laughs> but it's lesser than like a regular
2: uh, side scroller.
3: What would you pick among those games?
2: Um, oh, Sam and Max, yeah, definitely. <laughs> that was a big one. That's
1: well, now that we're nearly thirty minutes into the episode, <laughs> shall we talk about King of the Road? Sorry, right, that's what happens. When, <laughs> what? <laughs>
3: it's. I think it's okay though. Like, it, I think the you know the conversation is flowing. It's good.
1: It's good. I, yeah. I'm happy to have it. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so season one, episode one. Yeah, this is it. This yeah. is the beginning, the and
2: real. Be- er, Chris
1: Viscardi yeah. and Will McRobb are you know unveiling their you know <laughs> child to the world here. Yeah,
3: yeah. They're they're wandering and there, and the world was never the same. And again. it's weird
1: from the start. There's uh there's a moment very near the start of the episode that I think almost perfectly encapsulates what Pete and Pete is. Oh, I love
2: oh, this. I'm looking forward to hearing yeah. what and that is. is. Yeah, <laughs>
1: Well, uh, the episode
2: starts with, as many do, with Big Pete narrating, mm-hmm. um, as he helps Dad load their bags onto the top of the car for their annual family trip to the Hoover Dam, which uh, <laughs> the Hoover Dam seems to be kind of like a something that comes up in shows a lot, like yeah. that particular trip as Re- the real spot. Real 90s yeah. Yeah.
3: spot, Yeah, Vegas vacation. Yep. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Um, dad is just an ordinary dad, except during those two weeks on their trip when he is the king of the road. <laughs> he had earned his title by being the best in the three major dad driving categories. I'm sure you caught these. Sure did.
1: Uh, one, never asking for directions no matter what. Yep. Two, roof right. stack packing.
3: Yeah, and I love that phrase, roof stack <laughs> yeah. packing. Like, that's Good. the only phrase they use to describe <laughs> yeah. it.
1: And then three, making good time on the road. That's the most yeah. important one. Yeah. 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 Gotta make good time. And I love, lo- I love that make, make, making good time is in quotes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> good time.
2: Whatever that means. Uh, they take off on their trip and we see K- Dad's King O'Fraud. Lace King of Fraud.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's love it. It's really a brilliant psychic. Yeah, it is. It's so good. <laughs> because a vanity plate by itself is a funny thing. Yeah. <laughs> Someone not getting the vanity plate that they want is a very funny thing. Just stretching <laughs> beyond yeah. what anybody could possibly get. Yeah, he won't take no for an answer on the plate. <laughs> this uh,
2: this is right where maybe... Well, is that what you were talking about, is your...
1: Yeah, The. Uh, well, no, no, no. I. The plate is very funny, but no, that's not the thing I was I thinking. I think
2: maybe what you're talking about no. is them taking the shortcut through the neighbor's yard.
1: No. Oh, no. I, I love did, that. I did like that
2: a lot. Maybe
3: we get another list at that moment. We did? Uh, a list of... He's like... He can't worry about, you know, things. He's got three things to worry about.
0: When you're the king, you've got other things to worry about, like gas mileage and hydroplaning, and most importantly... I know a shortcut. ...defending your crown.
2: Um, well, this is right where the uh, intro plays, and then we meet up back with the Wrigleys in the car with Little Pete playing his own game.
1: Uh, but little Pete playing the harmonica is the moment I'm thinking of. It's so, it's so, it's so weird. It like makes sense. So like, it's a Pete and Pete thing of like, it makes sense, right? Because like wind would cause the harmonica to play, but it's playing like a beautiful, a beautiful melody. And he's not moving his hand at all. Right. (laughs) Right. It's just a, I mean, it's another sight gag uh, and a sound, but, um, yeah, it just to me I had forgotten about that moment and it's so small and minor yeah. but so funny. It is one of those
2: surreal things that Pete Pete does so well. Yeah,
3: for sure. And the the one thing I will say is you have to kind of be watching closely to notice that because the way the harmonica sounds the same way like background music would yeah. sound and you can confuse it with background music.
1: Yeah.
3: I almost did for a second and then I realized <laughs> that. <laughs> And, and and also, he just throws the harmonica. He doesn't even bring it back in the car. <laughs> After that, he throws the harmonica <laughs> out into the road. Yeah.
1: There are no wasted jokes, really, in Pete and Pete. No. no. Yeah. Not a wasted second, really. Yeah. Um,
2: the two signs that tell them they're really on their way. The local radio station begins to fade. <laughs> yeah. And they pass outside the superhero jurisdiction of R.D. Yeah, I love him clinging to the yeah. fence yes. as, <laughs> as they... Just as screaming they,
1: at them.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Once the king hits the open road, there are always two signs that tell me we're really on our way. First, the local radio station begins to fade. Our mom, who picks up the radio signals from the metal plate in her head, tries her best to keep the station, but pretty soon it's just gone. Then, we pass outside the superhero jurisdiction of Artie, the strongest man in the world. Can't speed my, my <laughs> That's when I know there's no turning back. For the next
2: 23 and a half hours,
0: it's just me and the family.
2: Uh, Dad sees a mediocre stack on another car <laughs> and really kind of lays into
1: them, yeah. which I think is hilarious. It's a very like I mean think- moment for Don. I agree.
3: I started to turn on Don, and this is really where my feelings on the episode hinge, is like how much leeway I'm going to give him <laughs> as King of the Road, because he's a real jerk in this moment. Yeah,
5: <laughs> Look at that guy. What a joke. Hey, nice stop, buddy! <laughs> look. You men behave yourself. Hey, look. He can't even look at me. He's too ashamed. That's right, buddy. Avert your eyes in the presence of the king. I hope he's not going to Hoover Dam. It just wouldn't be right. Hoover Dam's too good for a family like that.
0: I forgot to mention... That the king practically worships the Hoover Dam. I think he identifies with dams because they represent man's ability to tame nature.
1: That's what he thought being a dad was all about. Yeah. I think they kind of go out of their way to explain that like this two-week period's a little different than your typical Don Wrigley. Like this is uh, him. Str- this is his. This is one. Within. Yeah, this is one time a year where he gets to
3: be proud of making something. judgments on other people's families not deserving of going to the uh, Hoover Dam. Well, he'll, well get, he'll get his. I mean, it was pretty, uh,
2: you know, easy on them. It was just their <laughs> stacking ability. It wasn't like it's anything
3: a, serious. Really. Yeah, but the stacking ability signifies that they're I know, like. A, I- <laughs> A poor family. A family that's not deserving of the same rights. (laughs) You might might just be reading into it. uh, I guess. Um,
2: uh, This is also where Dad and Pete get into the... uh, like, window-lowering and raising showdown, which <laughs> yeah. I think it was pretty funny. Yeah. Like, Little Pete obviously
3: created a setup to override the <laughs> window <laughs> buttons from the front. Which we get in the beginning of the episode, where uh, Little Pete is is going under the car, and All we're right. not sure why he's under the car. Yeah, oh, that's right. There's that yeah. quick shot of yeah. him. Wow, yeah. And he's set it up. So uh, one more way in which the writing yeah, is always insane. so tight. That's yeah, crazy.
2: Um, wow. Uh, well, the next thing they do is play Roadkill Bingo. <laughs> and Dad starts to expound on his love of the Hoover Dam. Yeah. And he and Mom start a uh, damn song sing along.
0: Well, Crud. Dam the king was feeling on, totally on, invincible. I could tell by his elbow. Scientists Somebody have proven dam. that the it's amount of bad elbow bad a dad has out, bad out bad the window bad bad is directly bad proportionate bad to how bad full bad. of himself he is.
4: Ballet
5: <laughs> Did I ever tell you guys you're the best family I know? You are! <laughs> I mean, I'm making great time. I'm traveling with a great family. Hey, hey what do you say we do something special at? Uh, you know, make a pit stop. Bug juice on the house. Hey, we'll even break out the paper plates. <laughs> Yay! Hey, why not? I mean, I'm way ahead of schedule.
2: How could it hurt? Huh? But while picnicking, he spots a rival family with better everything, <laughs> oh, including the license plate. Dad is always coveted. King of Road. Yeah, yeah. That
1: that um, watching it like sink in for Don, like seeing the perfect stack. Mm. You got this idyllic, almost 1950s family getting yeah, out of the car. The dad. Yeah, height. Dad yeah, the <laughs> casting of uh, the dad is. Yeah. Uh, and then the plate, and then Don's just. Um, Yeah, pure panic. It's played great.
3: His panic is really good. Like, he genuinely looks panicked. Like he's going to be ill. He knocks over that garbage can when he turns (laughs) around.
2: (laughs) After checking their tire pressure. (laughs) (laughs) Perfect!
0: It was just a station wagon, but Dad stared at it like it was his car's evil twin.
2: Oh, there's also a great moment here where the little girl comes over and says, hi to little Pete. Yes. And he just stares at He's him. got a mouthful of sloppy joe. <laughs> He's
1: just, yes. Uh, well, kind of like you mentioned, I think the one thing this episode's really effective at is introducing each character's personality type. Yeah. Like, perfectly. Uh-huh. And really, the series doesn't deviate at all from how they're introduced. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that moment of the girl saying hi and Pete just, like, giving her dead eyes <laughs> is a perfect little Pete moment.
2: Hmm. Um, meanwhile, Big Pete is trying to woo the rival family's daughter, but Dad forces the family back into the car when he <laughs> discovers that they are also headed to the Hoover Dam. Yeah.
3: Let, let's slow down on to that for a second yeah, sure. because, that first of all, that daughter is great casting. That is a yeah. very attractive <laughs> young lady.
1: At first I thought it was Nev Campbell. She reminded I, me of enough Campbell. She reminded
3: that. me of like a a cuter Winnie Cooper, like definitely going for that Winnie Cooper mm-hmm. kind of next door, but but like the way that she played, like she it was a there's a little like a little sauciness in the things that she says. The thing, yeah. her lines are awesome. Yeah. yeah, where she talks about the rhythm of yeah being on the road, being on the road, <laughs> yeah. being of this like a song of desire, yeah. Yeah. and then when. It, pete comes when uh when pete says you know about like the the dam is harnessing the power of nature <laughs> and she's like some things can't be yeah. harnessed yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's so
1: good the whole interaction between her and pete feel very teenage real oh yeah even, even like the first moment is her pointing out that he has a stain on his shirt which yeah. you almost feel devastated for yeah. him but also in line with big pete's character type which is like he doesn't really have the ability to be totally embarrassed yeah like oh yeah i do have a stain (laughs) and then um that little small talk they're trying to make is don's laying on the horn which is a very funny gag (laughs) um him trying to kind of wrap up the conversation in a cool way that would like impress her but couldn't quite Oh, she come leaves with him
3: it. with that devastating line about yeah. some things can't be tamed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: Man. That's <laughs>
3: very good. Yeah, it's a good, yeah. good
1: sequence. Making good time on your excursion?
5: Yeah, sure. You bet.
4: Glad to hear it, partner. Come
5: on! Give, 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 give it! Come on! Come on! Come on! Come on! Come on, the car! Come on! Come on! Come on, honey! That's it! That's it! Here you go! Yeah!
0: I probably ought to go.
5: Yeah, your dad seems to be in a hurry.
0: Yeah, we've got a date with destiny, the Hoover Dam.
5: Well, that's where we're going. I love dams.
0: Oh, really? Uh, So do I. Dams are so powerful, the way they tame nature. Well, you know, not all nature can be tamed. Maybe I'll I'll see you there, by the turbines. Drive safely. Bye! Hey, Dad, you'll never guess where that family's going. The Hoover Dam. Um,
2: Dad is starting to freak out once they get back on the road, and he only gets more upset when they stop for a pee break, and Mom really slows things down. Uh, in a great <laughs> oh, sequence, I think. It's beautiful. Just her frolicking yes. through fields. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> trying to find that spot. It's a
3: good point to mention that so many of the like shots from the from the um opening, opening credits, credits yeah. are from this episode. And I think they're almost so, everyone. and they're so good. There's yeah. such good moments.
1: Yes. Like, it it's uh Big Pete turning his head looking at the girl in the car. Yeah. With like
3: a tear in his eye. Yeah. Yeah. Like really
1: uh, oh, so <laughs> little Pete drying out his tongue yeah. as they <laughs> drive, which I think is my favorite. Joke <laughs> out of episode. Mom frolicking, looking for a bathroom place. Um, what is Dad's? Is it when um... he's emptying out the
2: coffee? Oh, his coffee uh, container. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is another great, uh, just sight moment. Like, yeah, for sure. Uh, like it goes into it like he's peeing, and then they yeah. zoom up to the yeah, yeah, coffee yeah. mug. Yeah, uh, just a just a really good uh, like momentary side. Story, right? Um, so they end up driving through the night because Dad's freaking out so much. And Big, P- while Big Pete is trying to make sense of the great mysteries of the open road, as Dad tried to make up for lost time,
0: I sat in the back trying to make sense of the great mysteries of the open road. Why is it that you always see one lonely boot on the shoulder of the road and those green signs? What are they trying to tell us? And finally, the biggest mystery of all. Why is it that when you miss someone so much that your heart is ready to disintegrate, that you always hear the saddest song ever on the radio? I wondered, was she out there somewhere listening to the same song? And if she was, was she thinking of
3: Pete?
1: Wow. Yeah, classic. What yeah. a That's
3: what a <laughs> set of lines for kids.
1: Yeah. Really. This right. is I, yeah. I mean, no, w- Will McRobb here is like I don't think he's writing for kids really. I think he's yeah. just like writing what he thinks is like Yeah. Meaningful. I don't know. Meaningful.
3: I think though as I mean, that's meaningful now, but I think before like the, especially that last line feels kind of funny, like a little overstated because he just met this girl. But like when I was a kid, I think that that would be even more meaningful to me to like, yeah. you know, yeah. like we were all kind of romantics as as kids, you know, like you could you could tap into that yeah like
1: a girl that you met for two minutes is now the love of your life right exactly yeah, yeah.
3: when you wouldn't second yeah, guess your right. own thought process about that yeah that's true Um, yeah.
1: just great writing so yeah. good
3: so good yeah, and we, also before you realize that the, those green signs are mile markers they, yeah, they yeah, go, up, yeah, go yeah. up or down right, one yeah. by one
1: not, not super meaningful yeah, yeah. but um,
3: the, the, the phrasing of that question what are they trying to tell us yeah yeah,
2: uh, yeah we've talked about this a lot before like the not dumbing it down for kids. I mean, whether it's written for kids or not, like it's yeah. just not uh, um, condescending. It's condescending. not condescending yeah, yeah, yeah. toward the kid audience. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, mom is woken up in the morning by a police bulletin about a 10 niner. <laughs> catch what a 10 niner is? Oh, of course. Yeah. <laughs> Garage doors going yep. haywire. Uh, yeah.
1: She wants them to stop. This <laughs> yeah. is like.
2: As a kid, this was like my all-time favorite moment on Pete and Pete, uh, little Pete.
1: Just having a universal remote, yes, <laughs> and just <laughs> wreaking havoc. me up. Yeah. yeah,
3: I I have a vague recollection of me and Brett doing that with our garage door openers, like riding our bikes around the neighborhood trying to open other doors. Maybe it was based on this, or maybe this is just like a like a suburban yeah. 90s kid realization that you have that this might be a, a good thing, but. That ten nine is serious. Oh yeah, there's like it's like a life or death <laughs> thing for
1: yeah. that poor guy. Yeah, it's like, yeah,
2: yeah. That's yeah. a great uh, little scene there where they got the one of the garage doors is coming down on some businessman. And he's yeah, like
1: yeah, yeah. Freaking out about it. And Joyce wants him to. I, I like this moment because it uh, shows that Joyce and she throughout the whole series she's really like a moral compass. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, she's a I think the guiding figure in the family yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm.
5: Call it all cars. We've got a self-serious 10-Niner here. Over. A 10-Niner? Don, let's pull over. Maybe we can help. We're not stopping. Hmm. Situation is critical. Garage doors going haywire. Be on the lookout for some wacko with a remote control. I'm ashamed of you. Honey, I'm doing this for the family. If that other dad makes better time than us... You really think that nice man at the rest stop is trying to beat you to the
0: dam? Oh, please. I'll tell you one thing. If that man heard there were people who needed his help, I'll bet
5: he'd pull over. Is that so? Well, maybe you'd like to ride with him, then. The way you're acting? Is there anyone else in this car who'd like to ride the rest of the way with Mr. Perfect and his Perfect family? Well, oh, go
1: ahead. Be my guest. He's right behind us. She says, "I'm." She says straight up, "I'm disappointed." Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah,
2: she's irritated with this lack which, of uh...
3: Which I loved because I really hated when. Granted, they did take a. She did take a long time on the bathroom break. <laughs> it it got dark between <laughs> yeah. when they got there and left. But when he when she comes back, he says it's about time in a really like loud gruff way. And he's like, man, like, that's <laughs> of and course so, that
2: could have been five hours later, you know, at that point. Yeah. who knows? True. Like he, his, knows. he has no, he has no patience left over. I didn't like
1: yeah. his okay. All right. So oh, I'm she, glad he got his come she up. De- as... She definitely gets her shot in by saying like, you know, she doesn't think Mr. Perfect King yeah. of the yeah. road would do this. Yeah, right. Yeah. He right, would stop.
4: Right.
2: No, I love that. I do kind of like that short temper of Dad, though. I feel like that's just very good for his character. Yeah. Yeah. So Dad refuses to pull over to help with the garage door uh, catastrophe that's going on. And while they're fighting about it, the perfect family passes them. Dad kicks Big Pete into the way back for voting to switch families. (laughs) And Dad vows to beat them the Wrigley way. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Dad leads the highway, and they get lost in some suburban neighborhood <laughs> and when little pete has to pee again he pretty much gives up all hope of holding on to his title yeah <laughs> hey you know you gotta learn something from your brother how you doing son let's dust him dad come on crank it
5: sorry son i drive clean i always have we'll beat that family to the dam, but we'll do it the Wrigley way
0: Apparently, the Wrigley Way meant leaving the highway and getting hopelessly lost after losing one tire and four hubcaps.
3: So, so briefly, the I want to touch on the Wrigley Way. Yeah. Uh, I really liked that. The Wrigley Way seems to be two things to me, like relying like a shortcut-based system, <laughs> but more importantly, a never going above the speed limit yeah. system. Like he's really upset that King of Road. Mr. Perfect is he thinks he's driving 70 in a 55 yeah. and he's like he's like we I drive clean oh, yeah, yeah. yeah that's a great crazy. line yeah. I drive clean yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> there's also a great moment of when they're lost mom saying like we should stop and get help but they'd lose time and so mom sticks her head out the window screaming <laughs> for help and someone is just slowly rolling up the window on her she's yelling <laughs> it's just another great gag um,
2: as Dad's sulking, laying on the hood of their car, he, he suddenly hears the song of the dam and realizes <laughs> that they're in dam country and they can still make it. I yes. love that whole little yes. thing. Um, and the song of the dam being the, like, sound of the electrical yeah, the humming. work around them.
3: Right, there's a different kind of electricity that comes
2: from <laughs> electricity generated by a dam. Back on the road, and neck and neck with the perfect family, it all comes down to roof stack pack. <laughs> The family's race as the dads climb up on the roofs of their cars and start stacking everything they have. The perfect family matches the Wrigleys item for item until it looks like they're going to win. But the Wrigleys finally come out ahead by stripping down and adding their clothes to the top of the stack. What are you doing? We're Wrigleys, Dad. we got to do this the Wrigley
0: way. We had nothing left but the clothes on our back. But I had an idea. (laughs) We're not perfect, Dad. We're just... us.
5: You're right. We're Wrigley's. Ah.
0: It wasn't the most perfect stack in the world, but piled
2: high with all our clothes, it was just enough to win. The families finally switch license plates, Don now the official (laughs) king of the road, and the Wrigley's drive home victorious and naked. Yeah. In a
1: great ending. Yeah, I love uh, Pete screaming "We're mutants" when, yeah. when yeah. they all decide that like we're going in on this, taking off yeah. their shirts.
3: Very, very defining little Pete moment. Yeah, too. yeah.
1: Like he'd been waiting all trip for this yeah. kind of rebellious moment. Um, I also enjoy the idea that you can just simply exchange license plates yeah. with someone <laughs> yes. if you if you've won some yeah. fake competition.
3: And that big Pete is the one who who spur who yeah. catalyzed all right. this. Yeah. By, and and. Taking his shirt off, making weird eye contact yeah. with uh, <laughs> his his the love of his life. I mean, it's that's, him
1: kind of like just burning it down. Yeah, right, because he really wants to be with this girl.
3: Yes, absolutely, burning it down. Yeah. Like, yeah, which I felt ambivalent about. Like, I had to think about for a while. Like, I don't know if that. Uh, I don't know, but I ultimately <laughs> I, I respect it, especially because like, you know, the the we're mutants thing really drives it yeah. home. Because like, Big Pete. Even throughout the series, it's like a good uh, relational thing between Big Big Pete and Little Pete. Like Big Pete is a mutant too, but he it takes him he comes about it in a different way. Yeah, yeah. Little Pete kind of is proud of it.
2: Yeah, totally. Um, There's also just as Pete and Pete often does, great last line in this episode. Should we just hear it?
0: Yeah. When we exchange license plates the perfect dad wouldn't even look at our dad it might have been because he was ashamed or it might have been because dad was buck naked as for the rest of the family we all felt like kings of the road our elbows
1: said it all
3: oh yeah yeah Yeah, yeah. we
1: haven't talked at all about the elbow (laughs) (laughs) uh, being an indicator of kind of confidence Uh, and dad's elbow throughout the episode kind of changes how far (laughs) out the window it hangs. Love that.
3: Love that detail. That's something I've thought
1: about that's one of those definitely those moments from an episode of something that throughout my life, any time I've seen someone with their elbow out a window, I've thought back to that of like every time
2: I do it, I think how far am I gonna stay
1: (laughs) feeling myself today? Am I going whole arm you go a whole arm out? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, It is
3: true, you only do that when you're feeling good. Oh yeah full
1: confidence level. Yeah. yeah. Um so I guess we're left to assume they make it to the Hoover Dam.
2: Yeah, I guess so. And they won. Yeah, yeah. they won it. Yeah. I guess they're going to have
1: to go naked, it's, which is it's uh weird. the last shot is just a power lines which yeah. appear <laughs> yeah. in other episodes which would have you think they're just home, but uh you know, I guess they kind of imply that the power lines would be yeah. connected to the Hoover Dam.
3: Yeah, it, I I thought that was kind of weird that the last shot was the power lines.
1: Yeah. Not totally well, satisfying, but. Well.
2: Uh, in the through the credits, it's like the Hoover Dam.
1: Aerial shots of the Hoover Dam. Dam. Yeah. yeah. Which was yeah.
2: just another great use of probably public domain. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Film. Oh, absolutely.
1: For sure. Yeah. Uh, so that rounds out the episode. Shall we talk about bios, trivias, ratings, and story observations?
4: Sure. Sure.
1: Hi, cool. this is bios trivia ratings and stray observations
2: um the person i took a look at today was jeff pearson
3: nice he he... was mr perfect Perfect. mr perfect
2: (laughs) 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 is that his official character name in the episode uh that's what it is on imdb which is sometimes off but yeah well he doesn't he doesn't he's not known his name yeah Yeah, nobody's true um just great just perfect performance. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's
1: really good. Every look is so smug. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: Almost like a cartoon character, like For sure. look. Um and I love uh him and dad on the roof against each other. And yeah. He's just like <laughs> grinning with that pipe in his mouth. So good. Um he you may know him from Becker. The Drew Carey show. <laughs> you may. <laughs>
1: it's always so Are these all cameos? Uh, basically.
2: Yeah. Uh Boardwalk Empire and Dexter.
4: Oh,
1: yeah. been in some big stuff and he's still in stuff now. That's cool. Yeah. He's a great... Yeah, he seems like he'd be a great character actor. Yeah. Just kind of popping up. For sure. Yeah. Um, I looked at... Uh, well, this episode was written by Peter Lauer, who we've already taken a look at, and it was written by Will McRobb, who we've already taken a look at. So I picked uh, two new people. I picked um, someone who I think is pretty important, uh, the casting director, uh, Michael Kog. Um, so Michael also was involved in the casting for Fraggle Rock uh <laughs> hey hey dude uh one salute your shorts episode which was hello Pinsky, uh, hmm. episode one of season two uh one episode of welcome freshman he casted 11 episodes of are you afraid of the dark including twisted claw nightly neighbors laughing in the dark midnight madness lonely ghost 13th floor old man Cochrane, silver quicksilver and the hatching hmm. um he casted for 30 episodes of clarissa explains it all uh allegra's window blues clues guts get the picture my brother and me alex mac ah. um and then later he wrote two episodes of are you for the dark during the later run uh, oh. and interestingly mm-hmm. one of the episodes is one of the ones um someone brought up uh called the gruesome gourmets uh oh, I remember. yeah yeah i think maybe justin brought it up uh. as an episode he liked uh more than uh full moon yeah uh. Uh, and then another episode of Are You Afraid Dark called The Tale of the Lunar Locusts, which I think I do remember that huh. one. Hmm. Um, so, good
3: moon yeah. one.
1: Yeah, but he hasn't worked since 2000, so, I don't know. Uh, casting director and writer.
2: Maybe he was just yeah. so oh. successful he could ride that for the yeah. rest of his life. Yeah.
1: Uh, and then other, other casting director, uh, someone named Jill Mendelson. um, it sounds like they maybe work together a lot. She'd cast it on Guts, Blues, Clues, Fraggle Rock, uh, Clarissa, Pete and Pete, Shelby Woo, uh, Allegra's Window. Mm-hmm. So, a little bit about bios? Interesting.
3: I guess I got a quick bio thing. Ah. I was uh, talking, about you guys, talking about this with you guys before this, but uh, I read the AV Club uh, synopsis review mm. written by Mara Eakin. Yeah. Uh, she did synopses of or reviews of all the pete and pete episodes yeah and so around 2011 i guess that's when they started this was the first one um yeah she's also the head of podcasts over at the av club oh wow oh, just saying <laughs> just saying
1: if they're looking for a 90s nickelodeon podcast
3: well you know yeah av club might might fit that <laughs> uh it's, there's the demand is there the market is there sure. uh Although she just had twins, I, I've been oh, like Twitter busy. stalking her. Yeah, <laughs> very and, good, like, good. Good to admit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, like three days ago, she has she had twins. The uh. other thing that's weird about her is that um, so many of the recent uh, articles written on the AV Club have her as a second writing credit. So she's the editor. She's like a like the senior. I think she's like senior editor or something. Mm. Um, but it's funny. I'm, I'm like wondering what she does. To get a writing credit on all these things I don't know if she's... I mean it's like way more Than I think any human can actually do <laughs> um, But I was trying to go back And see what she's written but like if You go through, you refresh yeah. like back Like ten pages and you're still like Two weeks ago, yeah. Yeah. you know and, and there's no option on the on the ab club site to to like look in an archive (laughs) in in a bigger way so i was i was interested in what else she wrote about before she became the editor but i didn't have three hours to just hit back yeah but yeah but if
1: you are interested in like pete and pete write-ups hers are pretty good i mean she does every episode like you said kind of thoroughly
3: yeah Mm. mara eakin maybe maybe she can come on the pod
1: (laughs) (laughs) um trivia sure uh,
2: there was a bunch of songs in this episode that mm-hmm. appear throughout the series. Um, did you catch any of them? Just... I
1: tried to get them all. Uh, I, I thought co- there were
3: three, are there more than three Polaris songs? I mean, not I, counting I the... I caught three. I caught three, not counting the... Yeah, the, yeah.
1: The, the intro. Intro. Uh, I caught Summer Baby, uh-huh. uh, Everywhere, uh-huh. and I'm not sure I caught the third. Uh...
2: She's staggering. Yes, yeah, yeah. Oh, she's staggering. staggering. <laughs> yeah. Uh, also, yeah. there was Nice, Circuit Diagram. One of my favorites. Comes up a lot. I, I love it. One. And The Gothic Archies, yeah. Your Long White Fingers. That
1: which, song is on... One
2: of my all-time
3: favorite, like, weird songs.
1: Yeah. It's it's perfect for any sad moment. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wait, when,
3: I, is the, when is that song? I, that's an awesome band name, The Gothic Archies. Yeah. I've never heard of them.
1: Um, it's, uh... Oh, it's d- when they're in the, uh sorry did
2: you know oh go ahead it's when they go off the road off the freeway and get lost got it um man that just like here listening to that with the um lyrics because it's not in the show is like yeah so fun it just made me laugh like to myself because it's so strange when the lyrics come in. Well, it's a great a great song just great for really a really sad dead. moment
1: yeah <laughs> um cool okay so uh, oh
2: one more fisticuffs by laurie johnson Oh, I assume this is a. This might be a a um, public domain song, but it's like a. It was used on sports shows, I guess, in the past, <laughs> like uh, sports sitcoms or something. Uh. um, but a great. It's during the um. Roof stack. Yes. Yeah. Packet. Yeah. That <laughs> makes sense. Um, and the doll at the top of the stack is mm. Babu from
3: Power Rangers.
1: Oh, I was trying to figure out w- yeah. who that was. Yeah, yeah.
3: That, I was. Yeah, I wanted that to be a trivia thing, but <laughs> <laughs> only Andrew can yeah. know. Yeah, cool. I don't have any trivia. No, some observations.
1: Well, one of my well, I guess one of the trivia's was that all the uh, no, almost trivia uh, almost all the opening credits uh, are contained within the episode mm, images yeah, from yeah. the opening credits. Um, I did note that in the episode. I, um, Don mentions that Did you catch how many people died building the Hoover Dam? Is it
2: 8? No 18?
1: He's, he says that 21 men died building the Hoover <laughs> Dam But in actuality it's documented that 96 people died building uh, the Hoover Dam
3: I don't know. That's yeah. a lot Yeah they're really under they're like ninety six. Damn, it's too dark. <laughs> cut
1: this back. That's probably true, yeah. 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 Twenty one seems like a weird. At yeah. the same
2: but, time though, I kinda like the idea of dad just making up the number. Like
1: yeah. that fits his character kinda. Yeah.
3: Okay, I have I've got a trivia. Um what was the what is the perfect tire pressure?
1: Ooh, damn. Was it it seems, did he, seems
3: really low. low. Did you say thirty two very low? Thirty two? I want to say like 20. 22. Oh my oh. gosh. Yeah. <laughs> it's 22 both when he checks it and when he checks Mr. Yeah. Perfect's. Wow. Which yeah, is very low. strange, which doesn't seem...
1: That's very much.
3: Yeah. <laughs> maybe I mean, on older cars? Yeah. I don't know anything about older cars. So. I know my tires. I drive a Mazda. <laughs> um, and my tires are supposed to be around like 34, yeah. I think. Um, I don't, it's hmm. on a station wagon. Maybe that's true. Interesting. Um, another trivia thing. So we've talked about before where the show is set, and it yeah. seems pretty clear. It, it seems to make the most sense that it's set in New Jersey, mm-hmm. especially with like the summer thing being like a big theme. Yeah. But my hypothesis before was that it was set in Minnesota, based on the proximity t- <laughs> yeah, to the place, Canada, the to, border to Canada, oh, oh. and specifically the place that Little Pete goes <laughs> yeah. to Canada. And I checked. So, the the drive to uh, the Hoover Dam is supposed to be a 24 hour drive, but from New Jersey, it's actually a 35 hour drive. But hmm. if you go from the middle of Minnesota, it's exactly a 24 hour drive. Wow. Wow. Interesting. Yeah, <laughs> Man, that wow. is
1: interesting. Man, we should have. And
3: also, Minnesota, top. so it's the sideburn state, right? Yeah, yeah the sideburn. And Jersey looks like a, a sideburn, but actually, Minnesota looks like a
1: sideburn too. <laughs> They're both it does, like yeah. jagged. Yeah. Like. California's probably the most sideburned state, though, right? Depends on what
3: you mean by sideburn. <laughs> Depends on the kind of sideburns you're in. That's do. true, that's true. Like well, chops? That's,
1: you... Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Well, that's, that's, <laughs> yeah. That is very interesting. Yeah. Uh, cool. Um, Strap observations?
2: Yeah. Um, we didn't mention this, but the crushed roadkill that they show for a moment. Mm. It's like a weird, like...
1: Gingerbread man? Uh, I, I,
2: yeah. I, I assumed it was a... a um, squirrel. it's oh. just, like, super flat and looked like it was made out of clay or something. Yeah. Very strange. Um, little Pete using the tire pressure gauge in his butt. <laughs> oh, yeah. It, was, <laughs> it, seems like it just yeah. happened so quick, it was like you could miss it. Yeah.
3: You got a really a personal record, but yeah. it seems like you got pretty high. Maybe Which is insane. The tire pressure Shouldn't out. be able to get anything, yeah.
2: but um, the slinky hanging out of the window. Right, for no reason. That's yeah. cool. Um, Dad, think. Do you, did you notice what Dad thinks? What being Dad is all about?
1: Controlling. heart con- har- Yeah.
3: Nature. Taming nature.
1: Taming, Taming nature. Yeah.
3: Um, <laughs> which is very old school. Yeah. Kind huh. of. American. Yeah. Kind I, of. Yeah. If it's <laughs> Masculine. <laughs> it fits yeah, Don yeah. Wrigley. Yeah, definitely fits.
2: Uh, um, we mentioned this, but the exact like. Wording of it for Dad putting his elbow out the window is it's directly proportionate to how full of himself he is. Uh, ah,
1: yeah. yeah,
2: it's good. Uh, the when Mr. Perfect is rolling his corn uh, mm. in the in the uh, butter makes like a really weird squishing noise. Did <laughs> not notice
1: that. Oh, he that's that's the best moment with him and Don where he's asking kind of Don how everything's going, yeah. watching him in this panic, and Don you know saying good, and he's just kind of like you know. Just soaking it in, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The fact that Don's never gonna be him,
3: he says, Excursion, too. Like a real classy
2: gentleman, <laughs> yeah.
1: Thing.
2: Um, Pete's first poem. Did you catch these poems? Oh, oh yeah. I
3: forgot about that. I I really <laughs> love that part where he's like, I'm looking for something that rhymes with cinnamon, yeah, or trying to rhyme cinnamon with where you've been, yeah. I really love. The ending of the poem is "Where you been?" Yeah. Like for that moment, <laughs> like it, it's beautiful to me. That's actually my favorite write, like piece of writing on the on this episode is that ending of the poem with "Where you been?" Mm-hmm. I don't know why I like it, but it...
2: well, the entire poem is "The hydroelectricity, your memory a blur, soft skin like cinnamon." Smells like where you've been. <laughs> Smells like where you've been, that's what I love. <laughs>
3: Smells like where you've been. It's a beautiful It line. is good. It's
2: yeah. Good. Uh, his second poem, we see just like the end of the first line, I think, is Songs Anymore. That was bound to come, have a long way to go. Mm-hmm. Um, I also liked One Shot of the Night Sky, when the uh, cars driving past. It's just like a kind of weird stat, really mm. static like moment that just looks really cool. Um, and also the shot of the heat waves rippling off the cement when they go the wrong way or whatever. Uh, that's just really great. Like, I love that moment. The one line in the episode that I noted to mention was, I don't think this is about making good time anymore. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah. Oh. Um... Did you take note of when the tags on the license plate expired?
2: <laughs> I didn't write it down, but I want to say June 26th. Uh,
1: that was Dad's, yeah. King uh, of Road. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and then uh, King of Road expires on January 8th. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, let's see here. Did you take note of what items were on the Roadkill auto bingo board?
2: Ooh, man, that's a good one, but... Uh, There's a snake. Skunk raccoon
1: yep dog
2: yep maybe
1: squirrel yep uh gopher beaver turtle armadillo lobster cat uh did you guys say raccoon Yeah. um dinosaur <laughs> um there's a deer um a rat a flamingo uh chipmunk a rabbit oh, and a yeah. platypus ah uh, <laughs> uh, yes and there's there's two that's out of sight that i can't see yeah. but um I did note that the dog had been crossed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which is pretty morbid. Yeah. <laughs> I was wondering
3: if that's what that thing was in the beginning that that like, stuffed animal thing was supposed to be the uh, like a dog that they ran over. Interesting. Oh, yeah. Very, very interesting.
1: interesting. Uh, yeah. Did you note what Pete writes on the car?
3: What he writes
1: on the car? In the, there's a scene at night where they're just sitting on the side of the road oh. and Pete's writing oh, in the I dirt. assume
3: that that was the second they, poem. Oh, One. yeah. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. Oh right, yeah. Songs anymore, yeah. yeah. Um, now in the episode, they say ten niner is garage going haywire. Uh, I looked. In actuality, a ten nine is a last transmission not received. Repeat your last transmission. Mm-hmm. So ten niner was not used quite accurately. <laughs> uh, did you Did you happen to catch a uh, catch what comic? Uh, little Pete's reading in the back seat. No, no. Nope. Um, I had to took quite a bit of research because it was very <laughs> very blurry, but I could just make out the title which is called The Last Crusaders and then once Ooh. I was online I found that it was an uh, issue called uh, Kalathar Unleashed Number 2, which was a real comic uh, that came out in June of 1992, and if you'd like to buy it it's on Amazon new for $5. Wow. wow the Last Crusaders. Crusaders. I
3: love, you know. Just like, the Crusaders. Oh. Wow. Yeah. I it was like an Indiana Jones. Well, I love the <laughs> I mean, I don't love the Crusades. It's a real gruesome point in history, but I, <laughs> as a medievalist, I, I I like thinking about the Crusades. Yeah. Uh, the only other thing that we haven't talked about that I wanted to mention is I really loved the... Um, when they were doing Row, Row, Row Your Boat. Yeah. The <laughs> close-up of the girl ending with Life is But a Dream. Yeah. so <laughs> awesome. Yeah. And then Pete, Big Pete repeating it to himself, like... Wow, oh, that moment really got me. That <laughs> was really good. <laughs> I'm just like life is fine. <laughs> oh,
2: very good. A um, couple things that I forgot to mention. I tried to find uh, the exact type of uh, Jordan shoes
3: that, oh, yeah, uh, that Big Pete was wearing, yeah. but I just couldn't quite track it down. Oh yeah. Yeah, the sneakerhead's out there. Yeah. yeah. The Sneakerhead listeners <laughs> you know what, yeah. you know what to do.
1: Uh, then it's time for ratings. Um, so this episode on IMDb has an 8.2 out of 10. Uh, on TV.com it has an 8.5 out of 10. Uh, so out of five crep stars, what did you give King of the Road? This was a tough call. Uh, this was a tough call. I know, I'm I, nervous. <laughs> I, even as we were talking about it, I was kind of yeah, in my head yeah. going back and forth.
2: <laughs> um, I finally landed on four and a half out of five. Um, great, really great episode. I mean, I really loved it every second of it. Uh, I think there's a few that I hold a little bit higher than it that maybe just do it a little better, but not much. Um, so I, I, it was just a great episode. I love the summer feel, and I really love the way this episode looks. It like has a weird, like, I don't know if they have a filter over the lens or what, but it almost looks like it has a weird sunniness to it or something yeah. that really just like feels
3: even more like that summer time. (laughs) Uh four and a half for me as well. Um I like it a lot, especially it's one of those ones that like really becomes apparent how good it is when you talk about it, I think. Um what is what makes it not a five for me is just not enough little Pete. Um and I mean I really love my favorite Pete and Pete episodes are when the Big Pete, Little Pete storylines cross in a really interesting way. And I do like Big Pete, but without Little Pete, that means you're not gonna get some of the best lines because he always has the best lines, the, the like the funniest things. And though the writing was very good, there aren't a ton of like catchphrazy take away from the episode lines that really make Pete and Pete at its best, the best. So. I, get four and
1: I think the line, um, the line. I think people who really love Pete and Pete, the, they really hold on to that line about um, hearing a sad song when you feel like the loneliest. Yeah. I think people I in love the it. in the Pete and Pete circles, it's a high-regarded line.
3: Yeah, I've seen that exact it's it's feeling described by a lot of different people in a lot mm. of different ways. Like, I like when they pick up on something that I haven't heard other people talk about. Yeah. Like that's something that people have I, I forever could, have. I could
1: take about. it or leave it. I'm just saying that's a line I think Pete and Pete fans like.
2: I like it. I think it's the most uh like mainstream yeah. line that uh, that Pete and Pete maybe offers. Yeah, and that
3: could be in a rom com in twenty eighteen. That, yeah. that
1: sequence though of Pete looking out the window at night and then it fading to stars. There's yeah. uh, some great filmmaking.
3: That's what I was oh, talking about sure. with the... Uh, where the, yeah, where the yeah, it, by. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I, I did really like That's
1: that. That's cool. Uh, four and a half... Okay. Yeah. So two four and a halves. We're going to make it three four and a mm. halfs. Uh, ah. So four and a half out of five. I think uh, I've mentioned this a bunch, but uh, I like episodes that kind of have a singular location in this case the car um I really like the Wrigleys together I think as a pilot episode it does a really important thing which is giving us our primary characters really clearly um even though I agree little Pete is underused his moments are really good moments um mutants uh so I, I think it's a pretty close to a perfect episode um not quite you could tell like they're still maybe finding a little bit and as always uh i prefer episodes that include um even though i really love the perfect family uh i i really like it when like there's a few more of the b characters involved in in the happenings
3: because they're so good at that they're so good at They're yes
1: they steal a lot of times they steal the episodes Mm -hmm. yeah um, but Mr. Perfect is a great PVP yeah. character,
3: and and the, the the older girl too is very good. She's very yeah, convincing at being like, uh, like desirable yeah. for, and P&P. much more confident than Pete. Oh, so it
2: yeah. makes it a really good and, but dynamic. but smart too. Yeah, like yeah. she says interesting things. Yeah. And
1: Pete cool. mentions that Ellen and him had had the conversation that they're yeah. gonna stay friends, yeah, yeah. which is pretty much Pete's way. Of I'm on the market <laughs> right. like I'm, I'm aggressively looking and also <laughs> it's not introducing
3: like, what will become the dynamic between Yeah. Me and yeah. yeah. Uh,
2: we didn't really spend much time on it but that uh, the whole summer in the car scenario mm. just oh, yeah. a great scenario I mean yeah. I like, could imagine it just being annoying in there and the heat was obvious and just, yeah. they did a really good job at creating that effect
1: did you have anything like that? Like any trips yeah. you really remember like that?
2: Uh, yeah, we would go on like car trips all the, or you know, drive like places for. Well, never more than a day, like never more than one long car ride. There's okay. no like breaking it up into multiple days, but they're grueling. Twelve you know, hour car ride. That's. Do you have a location no in particular that you remember going to? Um, yeah, we went to Myrtle Beach. Myrtle Beach is a real classic. It's like just close enough to get yeah. to, but you know.
1: Mm. Yeah. Cool. How about you?
3: Oh yeah, uh, <laughs> I'm the. Ol- I have three younger sisters, um, and we have, like the minivan thing. So like we we did the we did the thing. We went to, you know, Niagara Falls. Sure. Uh, once we went to a dude ranch in Colorado. Mm-hmm. That was that was very cool. Um, Myrtle Beach as well.
1: Yeah. Cool uh not too far i i did niagara falls once with my grandparents but that's really not that far uh yeah. so no nothing nothing like the hoover dam uh, just, uh as an adult yes but no you've
3: not. been to the hoover dam
1: uh no 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 i'm saying like i've done a long drives oh, as right, an adult right. but not uh, no i've not been to the hoover dam Have are you? you
3: interested no okay i was curious <laughs> Not in the that. least <laughs> yeah
2: yeah okay were you uh maybe a little but, I mean, not, like, enough to go
1: on a whole road trip to get there. How, How far think?
3: out of the way would you have to drive in order? Like,
1: <sighs> I'd need to be within an hour, I think. Yeah, I think <laughs> yeah, that's reasonable. <laughs> yeah. That's reasonable. Like, if I'm yeah. within
3: an hour, yeah, I'll yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll... yeah, that's fine. I guess if somebody
2: was with me that was dying to go, I, they might be able to convince me to go on a two-hour trip. Yeah. yeah.
3: But I do love that that really was a destination. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. That's one of my favorite things about this episode, is it's not... Being absurd when it picks that thing, well, yeah, it's yeah. pointing out <laughs> yeah. that that thing that everyone <laughs> likes is absurd. Yeah, it's yeah. cool.
1: Um, uh, all right, so let's finish up with "Are You Afraid to Name the Episode?" Name the
4: episode?
2: Yeah, um, I just went with King of Fraud.
1: Ah, Thought about classic. it, classic King of Fraud. <laughs> yep it's a good one if you
2: saw it for the first time you'd be like what What are they talking about yeah exactly
3: (laughs) yeah uh i went with damn country oh Oh. man i
2: i my other title was damn vacation Uh similar oh
4: man
1: (laughs) i'm still going back uh, i'm gonna go with i'm gonna go with the wrigley way Ah. um okay i think it's like a good pilot I think it's a good pilot. name. Yeah, that's There's true. I was that's I was true. going back and forth between that and making good time, um, but uh, <laughs> the Wrigley Way is better for sure. I think it's a better pilot. One hundred percent. So was yeah. so what, it, what we, uh, King of Frode, yeah. Damn Country, and uh, the Wrigley Way. We'll post that yeah. and you guys can vote uh, and you can suggest your own. Uh, what are we doing? Not even next week. Uh, what do we? What episode's going to go up on the Fourth of July? Um, We're going to be talking about another Pete and Pete
2: favorite, Field of Pete.
1: Mm. Yes.
2: Great episode, great summer episode. A little
1: baseball, a little Orange Lazarus. Yeah. Yeah. Our buddy Brett's going to be joining us for that to continue the week. Uh, Uh, Brett? (laughs) Brett, yep. Baseball fanatic.
3: Oh, he really is. He
1: really, yeah, (laughs) he knows his stuff. Uh, (laughs) And then you're going to join us at the end of the week for the call
3: i know i love i love being able mm-hmm. to be here in studio it's in cool situ. we love it too yeah
1: yeah cool well thanks for thanks for yes. being here it's
2: yep. been great yeah love your uh take <laughs> on this stuff
1: yeah for sure
3: I, I, I love you always have a unique one. Oh
1: yeah
3: yeah okay cool oh, i saw bobby uh by the way i just wanted to throw oh, that out there i hung cool. out with bobby uh Couple like a week and a half ago. Ah, that was fun.
1: Nice. Yeah, shout out uh, to Bobby. Aaron Austin. Yeah. He's hey, out Bobby. there traveling the country.
3: He's traveling the country
1: with Shaky Graves. With Shaky
3: Graves. Yeah. Got to hang out in the tour bus. Cool. Yeah. Very very impressive stuff. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's no, it. I,
1: I yeah uh, we love Bobby. Yeah. yeah. Uh, in the meantime, if you want to get a hold of us, uh, we're on uh, Twitter at BOC Podcast. We're on Instagram at Orange Couch Podcast. You can email us, just like DJ McHale did, at orangecouchpodcast at Uh, gmail.com. You can uh, listen to us on Podbean. You can leave a review. That's really helpful on iTunes. Uh, You can tell someone in Alaska to listen to us.
3: one of these days I can't wait. Yeah.
1: i like I feel I, we won't, but I'll feel ready to shut it down. <laughs>
3: <laughs> it's going to be a real air horn situation. Oh, a, yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe
1: maybe don't even start the episode with a clip. Just yeah. like an air horn. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes <right. laughs> with announcing Alaska. Um, cool
2: well, uh we can't wait to see you next episode.
5: King of the road. I know every, inch and every, every all that children, all of their names, in every handout, in every town. If locked, it ain't locked when no one's around. I
4: sing
0: triggers for sale, or rent the rooms, let fifty cents. No phone, no pool, no pets. I ain't got no cigarettes, I've two hours of pushing. I'm a man of means by no means, king of the road, trailers for sale rent, rooms split 50
4: cents, no phone, no food. W-A-R-T, Warrant Radio, Wellsville.